We've got Brian Howie, Conversation Hearts, and How to Avoid the Texting Trap, today on It's Complicated. Powered by ACAST. You're listening to It's Complicated, with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli, coming to you live from the AfterBuzz TV studios in Los Angeles, California. Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jen. And I'm Lauren. And today our drink of the day is this wonderful green tea vodka concoction because, you know, we're going to pick you up. When we're bringing you down with the upper and the downer at the same time, <laughs> alcohol. We like to call this drink, uh, it's a Violets Are Blue Berry. Violets Are Blue Berry. Get and, it? Because roses are red? Violets Are Blue, Blue Berry Green Tea. Yeah, it's great, guys. Just it's in honor it. of our month of love we're celebrating. So, uh-huh. oh, I need to put vodka in my blueberry. Uh, and if you want to add just a splash more to mine, okay, that'll sure, be so sure. great. But, guys, today we've got Brian Howie again in the studio. It's a different studio, yeah. but one of our favorite guests. So, That's he's right. back. And he's America's number one dating enthusiast, which is funny because I thought that was us, but we'll be two and three. Um, well, he is the number one date, and we're, we are the number one. We can be the we number okay, one. Okay, we're the, the couplet, and he is the solo yes. artist. Sure. Okay. Um, but he's an award-winning director, producer, and the author of How to Find Love in 60 Seconds. Uh, I yeah. would like love in 60 seconds because it's taking me way too long. I know. And it's more like six years. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Timing is everything, I suppose. Um, he's also the creator of the groundbreaking number one off-Broadway sensation Pieces, which has enjoyed sold-out runs around the world and features some of Hollywood's most dynamic and beautiful women. And he's been the subject of features on Fox, ABC, CNN, NBC, all of the things. Entertainment the Weekly, things. the LA Times, the New Yorker. All right, you get it. Um, <laughs> his classes, courses, workshops, seminars, speaking engagements, and live events have inspired thousands of people worldwide mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to make positive change in their lives and take ownership of their personal growth, dating fate, and long-term happiness. Yeah, that, you know, it's all about taking ownership, I agree, in so many ways. And the Great Love Debate podcast is also something that you can listen to Brian and his amazingness on. It is the world's number one dating and relationship podcast. Just in case you didn't know, and we just did a show with Brian Howie, and we interviewed Caitlin from The Bachelorette, Mm -hmm. and it was a really good show, and we agree that it's number one. Yeah. So, listen to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is based, though, this podcast is based on Brian's national touring series of live shows called The Great Love Debate, which we've also been to. They go all over the U.S. and the world, actually, so you can find them in a city near you if you'd like to go see. Brian um, is joined each week by in-studio celebrity guests for his podcast. And there's, like, really dynamic voices on love and dating and relationships. And, you know, you can listen in. They raise great questions um, about love. They want to help you find some answers. It's a really fun way to attempt to answer Brian's age-old question that he has been asking for a long time. Why is everyone single? And he has 
theories on this. He does. I he would does. like him to tell me why I'm still single. I know. Trust me. Even at this point. Yeah. Um, and he's known me for quite some time. That's true. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, but guys, you know that we've talked to Brian, as we mentioned, many times. And we think that it's getting pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to take our relationship to the next yeah, level. It's that time. We may even change our relationship status on all the socials. I think we should. You know, depending how all this goes. Yeah. It's time we ask him the serious and important questions. Yeah. I mean, we're at that level, and I don't think we're stepping on toes here. I think it's time that we put him in the hot seat. And since it's our month of love, we want to celebrate with our main man. I think he's the one that we've interviewed the most out of everybody. Yeah. We're definitely the most serious with Brian Howie. He's, like, not on the bench. No. He's Mm -hmm. our number one. He's our main man. So we want to know what he thinks about all the gushing and the mushiness that happens around this time of the year, okay? Is he into it? Is he a Bah Hummer time? I don't know, okay? This is the month of love, and we want to know what the MC of the GLD thinks about the big V. We're going to get him in here, and we're going to make him tell us. And Mm -hmm. trust me, he's not shy. He will tell us. He's going to tell us all the things and all the thoughts. But first, we're going to fill you in on our dirty laundry quickly and what we've been up to the last week. Mm -hmm. So we went to the Great Love Debate, Mm -hmm. saw Brian Howie. I actually took a date there. She did. Upon his suggestion. Mm. And I'm curious to hear what he thinks about that date. Yeah. Um, And we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, and then I did dinner and a movie with our friend Hot Paul and <laughs> the dog. We haven't said Hot Paul in a really long time. No, but um, so he it came up recently though, so I had to call him that again. Your computer that I've now taken um, has him saved as Hot, Hot Paul. Paul. So was he texting you when it came up? Yeah, as Hot and I was Paul? like, what? That's not what I, think I have. He's in my mind. phone as Hot Paul. Too. Yeah, that's why it's sort of transferred well, it's over. Like, you know. Anyway, so um, hung out with him and he met the dog. It got real serious. Um, she was all about him. And yes, guys, we promised I would bring the dog this week, but yeah. we're going from here to cover a Grammys event, that's actually. Right. That's right. So couldn't bring the pup, Mm-mm. but we will bring her next time. Yeah. Um, had a meditation class I went to on Saturday. It was really great, really grounding. Um, lovely experience. Went from there to a wine tasting in Beverly Hills. Then um, So fancy. And yeah, and then I went and actually had wine with someone else on <gasps> like a date. And I couldn't tell if the guy was gay or not. I'm pretty sure he was. Really? Yeah. New guy. Okay. Probably you, gay. Where'd you meet him? The League. Yeah. I honestly, it was just the hand gestures, the things he wanted to talk about, the fact that he works in fashion right now. And I could be spot. I mean, they are stereotypes, but but if you were also getting a vibe in conjunction with the stereotypes. Like he did hand gestures. And listen, you could be just kind of like hand gestury. You could be Italian. You could be like any assortment of things to do hand gestures. But he did things like this, like. Like, uh, for people for those listening, of you that are just listening, she was flailing her hands dramatically, limply. About. Yeah. So that happened, and I went home, and I was just like, "Well, that's odd." I and have- listen, gay or not gay, what? Who fucking cares? He could have been flexing the whole time. It's you clearly weren't attracted to what he was doing. No, he so. was a really nice guy, though, and I sort of just figured, you know what, like. The, the worst thing in the world is not sitting across from a nice human. So, although I did really want to be sitting across from my dog. So then I went home and oh. I was like really happy that that was like an early plan. And mm-hmm. then I could just spend the rest of the night with mm-hmm. my dog. Um, and then went and watched the Super Bowl the next day. Oh, my God. Michael Rosenbaum had yes. 30 of our friends over. And, <laughs> an intimate celebration. Right, exactly. It was a lot of fun. There were kids. There was booze. There was everyone brought like really delicious food. Mm. Um 
one of our friends who shall remain nameless, who has also been on our show, announced she's pregnant. Um, so you guys can take a guess as to who that is. She announced it to everybody? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. But not the internet. So Okay. Um, that's why we're not going to say who it is. Uh, congratulations to her when we can mm. say who it is. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so it was a really fun day. And then, you know, Monday night, watch the Snatchler. Oh, jeez. It's just getting worse by the I week. I don't. I, and now that I know who won, I can't watch. It's painful. So bad, and I, I can't wait to see how this. That explodes. person is like has two brain cells, and they're both fighting in her head. Yeah, it's like that's all I can't. Yeah, um, yeah the great love debate was great. Mm-hmm. We, I met the guy that you've been on a couple of dates with. I, you know, listen, it was hard for me to. I know you're probably wondering like what I think. He seems great. He seems like he has a good personality, and there's a lot of. But it's hard because we're watching a show, so right. it's like I couldn't really like we tried to, you know. Anyway, but I think I could see why you went out with him on more than one occasion, and like, you know, yeah, did the things. Um, I didn't mean that. Like, not did those the things. dating things. <laughs> like, not that either. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that they no. Okay. So, um. Uh, yeah, I, I stayed at uh, my guy's house on Thursday night and then surprised um, his little girl in the morning because I went there, like, after the Great Love Debate and was like, because I hadn't seen her in a really long time. And so it was the moments where you have to, like, I was tired and I wanted to go home, but I drove up to where they live and I got there late and he was already in bed and I just literally, like, went to sleep and woke up and, like, said good morning to her and walked her to school with him because that's, like, one of my favorite things that we do and then went back home. Like, I was just there for, like, a half hour to see her. (laughs) But, like, you know, you want to make those that time for... Absolutely. Yeah, and she was, like... He he says the same thing to her every morning. He like says, you know, like time to have a good day, time to make the donuts, time to go to school. Because there was a commercial, I guess, where back in the day where they used to say time to make the donuts. Or but something. like, who's off making donuts? Because you make not them, like yeah, but you make them really early in the morning. So that's why it was like, wake if up, I were call. Her, I would expect donuts. Yeah, no, she. Well, I'm, she's probably used to it at this point. But yeah, yeah. so um, he went in and did all those things. But like, I climbed up into her bed and like got in there and then. She opened her eyes and was like, <gasps> it was cute. Um, uh, I had family drinks with uh, the family that drinks together, stays together. My cousin and her husband wanted to go out with uh, me and my guy. So we went out and had a couple of drinks and um, it was fun. And also my cousin and her husband are a really good example of like how people that are together, that it's like the opposites attract thing. I don't know if that's like a real thing or not. Like, I don't know if that's the way I would describe it. It's more like. With them in general, but not... I don't know if opposites attract is like a theory that I subscribe to. I think it's better described as like celebrating each other's differences. I agree with that. I think you have to fundamentally be on the same page. Yeah. Like as far as like morals and principles and the way you would want to raise a family or yeah. or just not commit crimes. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Moral compass, probably. And then, yeah, if one person likes reggae and the other person likes heroin. Right. Then you just sort of accept each other for their taste. Yeah, I mean some people, yeah. I think you just go with it. No, but yes, <laughs> like you were saying. I think that um, they are a very good example of celebrating differences. I don't like opposites attract and that is not how I would describe them but it's fun to watch them together because and and my boyfriend is like just getting a taste of them so he really, he sees it too. He's like, wow, they're really like balanced kind of each other and 
Um, and so it's a good example of you guys, if you're dating someone and you think that you're like on different spectrums, it's okay. It works. Um, the Super Bowl was crazy. I woke up at 6.30 in the morning to get to a bar in Santa Monica at 8 a.m. to stand in line for an hour so that when the doors opened at 9, we got a table, like literally trampled people to get a table, sat at the table, and waited for the game to start at 3.30. What did you do all those hours? Um, we ate breakfast. We they serve food there, so we. I ate mean, breakfast. how many meals did you have in that one location? Probably breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yes, I did. I had breakfast, then I had a chicken snack, and then I had a burger at like nine thirty at night because you know I can't hold myself back. Well, but also, why would you? Because if you have bre- like if you're there the whole day, yeah, you had you, you had, had choice. to have breakfast, We were there lunch, for twelve hours. Yeah, it was like insane. The game was insane. I literally was praying. And, and like meditating to Tom Brady. I was trying so hard, like, like saying things in my mind. I told people not to look at me or talk to me. And then I think I cried a little bit too. I actually think I died and then came back to life. And then I was so stressed out. And I'm so, it was the craziest game ever. Yeah, it was. In fact, so crazy that I thought the Falcons were for sure going to win. So I went home yeah. and like watched the SNL from the night before. Yeah. And then found out on CNN alerts that the Patriots won. I'm like, what? No. How did that fucking that happen? Wasn't, no. I won the Super Bowl with my praying, with my with my meditation to Tom Brady. It was me. It was a thing. You, you were welcome. manifesting it. Also, while you're at the manifesting, manifest me some good fortune I'm in my life. I'm going to. I already did that yesterday. Okay, good. Well, you just keep on. I sent it via text, and then I sent it into the universe. Keep on keeping on. Um, and speaking of Tom Brady, we are going to pack up our emotional baggage and meet some celebrities in baggage claim. Mm-hmm. Because Brady. he made our hearts melt after the big win. Um, pew yes. pew, because yeah. that guy can do no wrong. I mean, except for Deflategate, he can do wrong, I guess. There, yeah, but, but like, that was who that's knows? Still, that's questionable. Yeah, um, but anyway, this time around, um, there was no Deflategate. There is Jersey Gate, where his jersey just went stolen. I know, or missing odd, but um, check no eBay. Yeah, exactly. No one's more proud of Tom Brady than Lauren and his family. <laughs> and my boyfriend. Right. And that guy. Um, but so he, I mean, they came back with like an incredible win. And then you saw his wife, Giselle, who's like, hello, supermodel hello. Giselle. And they're three kids. They've got two boys and a girl, mm-hmm. like celebrating like crazy. They have like Brady's jerseys on. And like she said, like Brady's ladies. Mm-hmm. And so cute. He then, you know, thanked all of the fans. And he said, you've been with us all year. We're bringing this sucker home. And he just couldn't help but break down in tears. I know, it's cute. And he said, you know, all these things, like, about winning. And and his dad actually was there. And he so he dedicated the game to his dad. And his dad said, I couldn't be more proud of him. Yeah, this is a great cute. moment. And the whole family celebrated, which yeah, is the so smooth. Yeah. Because you yeah. want a family like that. That's yeah. why people have families. Giselle actually um, was, you know, posting some things. And she said, wonderful things come to those who work hard with focus, tireless dedication, and who never stop believing. So it's nice to, you know, inspire others through somebody as talented as Tom Brady. You know, it's cute. And then she was, like, posting videos of her in, like, the second half when things got crazy. And it's yeah. cute. And, yeah, Brady's ladies. How cute is that? So cute. I mean, yeah. damn. Those kids have a lot to aspire to. No pressure. No pressure. Um, so, guys, there's no bad blood, bad blood. Oh, my gosh. Bad blood here because Lena Dunham defends Taylor Swift's love life. Ugh. You know, we all talk about it. It's like, what's she doing? She's always dating and singing. It's like so much people dating and single, singing. People single shame her. Totally. Well, so she's single again now. Mm-hmm. And Lena Dunham says... Like, she's been single for a while. Ever since the Hiddle Swift breakup. Yeah, yeah. So Lena Dunham's basically saying, like, she's she's a... Yeah, she's famous, but she's also a person that feels. And so, you know, she, it's just, I don't know. I guess Taylor says, I think that young just women... back off a little, yeah, is like, what she's saying. Yeah, and they're 
Oh, I guess Lena said, I think that young women, it's so hard. I think about the relationships that she's had in her early 20s, and if they had been public, like Taylor's had been public, (laughs) it would have been a disaster. It's a good point to bring up, because it's true. Like, think about if you had to live that private side of your life in public in your 20s. Mm -hmm. Embarrassing. So embarrassing. And um, they do have, like, a close friendship, but they're not part of, like, that girl gang thing. Like, Lena Dunham's not, like, squad goals. We're going to talk to Brian Howie about that kind of attitude, too. Totally. Like, they do more, like, one-on-one plans. They're yeah. not part of the, like, yeah. how we talked about, like, the, the Gigi's and the Bella's and yeah. the the Selena's. The, she's not part of that group. They yeah, do yeah. separate things. Lena doesn't seem like she'd be part of that. And speaking yeah. of Brian Howie, we're going to double tap that up, kind of not really, because Brian Howie's advice is always to get your head out of your apps. Yeah. And so we are going to talk to you about how to avoid the texting trap. Okay? Now, this is, like, there's some theories about how to, like, not get caught in just texting and get out into the world and live your life and all of those things. So, um, the texting trap is when, like, days and weeks turn into, like, endless texts and then nothing, like we said, ever happens. You're not really experiencing life. So, we're going to help you avoid these things by pointing out a couple of things, like, you know. Use texting for quick exchanges only, not lengthy conversation. So it includes things like logistics, information, not conversation. You don't have to say, like, how was your day? My day was fucking fine. Who cares? Like, and I'm also not going to tell you, like, it wasn't okay, because then that has to go into all the answers as to why it wasn't, and then we're in that lengthy text trap. Yeah, and, like, to go on with that, you know, it's like, just don't don't let those things happen. Stop. Let the person know that you're you're making a quick, friendly response, but that's it. Like, this is not, they'll get the vibe that it's not, like, your mode of communication. Don't be mean, but just, like, you know. And and be yourself when you're texting, too. Like, don't... It's hard to read vibe through text. So, like, make sure that if you're going to be quick and things like that, you got to, like, you know, let them know if you're, you think it's funny or if you think it's sad or whatever you think. Like, try your best to get that to be visible to them so that there's no questions. Also. But also, don't be someone you're not. Like, yeah. if you're punny over text because you had time to ask other people about, like, what to respond, but then in person, you are not punny at all, yeah. then you're not who you then are. You're like, not who? being your authentic self totally. over text. So, like, then in person, you're going to be someone different, and it's all awry, and no one should do that. Be no. who you are. If you're not funny, cool. You would just say, I'm not funny. Yeah. Or if you're you are funny, then great. Be funny. I don't know about avoid being too available. I always have a real problem with this one. I mean, listen, they're saying, like, don't just grab your phone and, like, text right back right away. And I don't... uh, To me, I think if you're trying to avoid the texting trap, like, text when you want to text and, like, be quick about it. I don't know if waiting four hours to text someone fucking back is really, A, going to make a difference in the outcome, and B, is prolonging the fact that you're not now having this long-ass fucking conversation. Well, I think that it's more about just not being too available in the sense that there's no sense of urgency. Yeah. Like, you can respond when the time is right. Don't wait, like, because it's a game. Just go about life. Like, if you're driving and the guy or girl texts you, you don't have to answer right that second. Yeah. It's okay. They can wait until you park your car. Totally. And also, it's it's meaning to, like, if you're going to make plans, like, maybe the length of time you wait to text, okay, but also about making plans and being available for for plans. Like, don't keep your schedule open. Just like you were saying, live your life. And if they text you about doing something, make it work because you want to get out of the texting trap. But don't be, like, switching your plans around to meet this person. Right. And also, you don't want to set a standard where, like, you always respond, like, lickety-split, because then they expect you to always respond. And if you don't, because you have a life, because you should, Mm -hmm. then they might think something's wrong. But there was nothing wrong. It's just 
you had done it all those other times, and <sighs> now they expect it. So Don't do that. Complicated. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. And then make sure you guys stick to your deadlines. Okay. Yeah. You need to like make sure that you're being reasonable about when you want to respond, what you're doing that week, what your plans are, and then don't flim-flam around. Well, also, like, if you're texting and that's your mode of communication, like, if they haven't asked you for a plan yet in, like, let's say you determine a week as the time frame for which you think, okay, we can be pen pals for only a week, fine, then give yourself a deadline. If they haven't asked you out and, like, you haven't insinuated plans, stop speaking to that person. Yes. You don't need them. And also make sure that if you make you're making plans and you don't like going back to not wanting to seem too available, then you want to make sure that you are saying like, oh, I need to check my schedule so that you don't seem like you're just like, yes or no. You don't want to be like not available or too available. Right. Yeah. Well, and then the person that always has to set the schedule, you don't also want them because then they're just non-committal. Yeah. So, like, it goes both ways. So, you want somebody, I think, ultimately, that wants to see you. Yeah. So, get off your app. Make the plan. Go be in person. I think there you so. go. There you go. All right. And we're going to get Brian in here. But our song of the day first is My Funny Valentine by Frank Sinatra. There's a lot of people saying this song. But we're going to do the old Blue Eyes one. Because Frank talks about how his girl isn't perfect. He loves her anyway. And that every day should be Valentine's Day. And that is what we are talking about in this month of love. We're celebrating love every day. And who doesn't want good old Blue Eyes crooning you a song? I mean, come on. Download it, slow dance with yourself or your cat or the guy you're dating or your booty call or your boyfriend or maybe even Brian Howie. Maybe. Oh, look. Here he is. He is around. Oh, wait, Brian, before you put that on tea, you need to take your beverage. Take your green tea vodka drink. I hope it's... Yeah. Yeah. Do you like Frank Sinatra? I think you do. I mean, who doesn't? First of all, I think that's a red flag. If somebody doesn't like Frank Sinatra, yeah. they obviously hate love. Yeah. They hate anything classic. Yeah. And they're the worst. The worst. They might even be a millennial. Do you? Oh. Do so, you? If, if you go out on a date with a girl and she doesn't like Frank Sinatra, are you done? Do you ask that question? Is that a deal breaker? Uh, no. You're okay with it? If she doesn't I like think it. it's unusual. Yeah, but, it's true. It's know, like un-American. Celebrate differences, everyone. I saw Frank Sinatra in concert. What? Towards the very end when he had to read everything off the prom. <gasps> no! He was really old blue eyes then. He was still drinking. <laughs> the oldest blue on the eyes. Stage. Wait, really? Yeah. He had to Where, read in Vegas? Off? No, in, uh, in the Meadowlands in New York, or in New Jersey. Oh. oh. He couldn't remember the words. and It was not. Oh, there we go. Are, is there our sound yeah. okay? Oh, there we are. Oh, the Fancy um, digs. Yeah, thank um, you. You like our new studio? This is great. Yeah, you, I, I'm not coming over to the Valley at 10 o'clock in the morning for just anybody. Oh, no. Well, we appreciate you coming here. Well, that's funny that you say that because you, we feel like our relationship is getting very serious. So you had to come to the Valley for us. It was see, just so time. It, it was it so is. time. No, but see, I'm, we're serious about you and you're serious about us. You just made a very committal move. Yeah, here I know. It was full. I mean, you know, traffic, and I came over here, and this is great. Good for you guys. Thanks. New Thanks. Year, new studio. And you're all what we do. dolled up at 10 o'clock in the morning Pacific time. We did well, it for because, you. Yeah, it's our month of love, and we're essentially on a Valentine's Day date right I now. I mean, you guys could just wear this for the next 12 hours. We are going 15. to be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like I'm early. For your pl- night plans or something. No, we have a full day ahead, actually. I'm sure you do. <laughs> but we also wanted to make sure that, you know, when you're getting serious with someone, you want to look your best all the right. time. Right. You don't want to... We're not letting things go just yet. No. Mm-mm. I appreciate it. You look, you look good. Thanks. <laughs> I, I do have a bone to pick with you, Ms. Leonelli, <sighs> while I'm here. Oh, great. Does it have to be right the second? Yeah, fine. No. Go. Uh, no, I, hey, listen. Now everyone wants to know. All right, go. What is it? Well, I listen to you guys. 
Oh, God. And I listened to you guys at the, uh, uh, your final show of last year. Okay. And you sort of alluded to Brian Howie's theories. Oh, look at he Like just, in air he, quotes. I knew this was coming. Oh, and I, I mean, I don't understand that. What they're do you not mean? They're not my theories. Why not? They are from 52,000 people across North America. I'm just the messenger. But you subscribe to them and you believe in them and you commit to them. There's I believe, nothing wrong with that. I believe in what the people have decided. When we started the great love debate, I'm not sure I felt the way I do now. Yeah, but that's fine. You can change your theories. Get, your- ri- get rid of the air quotes. These are not theories anymore. They are actual conclusions. Oh, they're facts. They're facts. Oh, so that's what you didn't like. You didn't like that I was calling it a theory. I didn't like that you thought it was just my opinion. But well, I'm you do not- have opinions. Wait, hold on, though. My, my opinions come from the, the mouths of... Of babes, but Brian, yes. I never said my that child. you. I didn't agree with you, or that I thought they were crazy. I okay. actually like agree with most of your theories. See, the most bothers me. Well, so I can't. <laughs> it sounds like you're just bothered. I, I mean, no, but I right. I I had some theories. Yeah, but almost all of them came from the consensus. Most sticking polls, your sticking your tongue out is your theory. It came from a third grade girl. <laughs> But that's where I get it. That's like saying none of my ideas are my own because I've experienced life. That was a theory that was tried out over and over and over and over. Well, you know, it's not even like 90%. It's like 99% of the people think, yes, that works. You're right. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it doesn't. I've actually never done it, though. Okay. I haven't done it. You don't have to anymore. I didn't commit to it. I probably still need to. Yeah. Maybe you should try it. Anyway. Maybe that's your problem that you have. Anyway, nice to see you. That is your problem, Jen. Brian, I I can't believe that you went all this time without telling me that you were mad at me, sort of. If we're going to be in a serious relationship, we need to learn to communicate. Uh, True. I was saving She's not wrong. Uh... I, I told Jen. You're building resentment. Jen said, save it. No, bu- I said, ask her. I was like, I don't know. I was like, maybe uh, it's your tone. You- no, it wasn't resentment. But you come. You, you came to our show the other night. Yeah. You look good. Oh, thanks. And th- I didn't see the eye rolling that I've seen at prior shows. From <laughs> oh! You. So, so I feel like you've come, you're finally coming oh, around. So I can't say you have a theory, but you well, can say eye roll. Put it this way. Roll. When you read like a, a poll or an article in Cosmo, they've maybe surveyed... 1,200 people or 1,500 people, even a presidential election poll, which isn't always right anymore. Ugh. Yeah. 52,000 people you, is a yes. mandate. Okay. These are the answers. It's a fact. Okay, fine. Brian Howie's facts. Facts. <laughs> America's facts. America. Oh, America. sorry. America's facts. Well, but also you've been internationally. Yeah, we are so in Asia too, ah. so this is the world's facts. Jeez. This is the world speaking. I'm okay. just the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jeez, I feel like I'm in trouble. No, what what do I do? Just drink. Okay. Yeah, just drink. That's what fixes all things. I don't disagree with that. I'm going to take a large sip of this green tea cocktail concoction. Do that. So it's almost Valentine's Day. Yes. And you, you know, host the Great Love Debate. Yeah. Events, podcasts, the whole thing. How do you feel about Valentine's Day? Well, Valentine's Day this year is the least significant Valentine's Day in many, many, many years. Do you know why? Why? Because it's on a Tuesday. Yeah. That changes everything. Not why? Going, not going up because on a Tuesday? the people who are not in relationships, it's just Tuesday night. You're not yeah. missing Thank anything anyway. Lord. It's when it's on a Friday or a Saturday and you notice that oh, either barf. bars and restaurants are tough to get into or people all have plans. Even if you're in a pretty serious relationship, it's still Tuesday. And so people yeah, be like... it takes the sheen off. It totally does. So this year... If you're not in a relationship or if you are in a relationship, Valentine's Day is is less so significant. So for the next yeah. couple of years, it's going to be like that. No, it'll be on Wednesday next year. So and is hump day better because it's hump day? Yeah. Well, it is, you know, the only day of the week that people really do not go out 
is too. The only day we don't have great love debate live shows is on a Tuesday. I was just really? going to say, are you going to do a great love debate? No. But then I thought to myself, We've it's do- a Tuesday. We did one a couple years ago because it was on a Saturday. Right. Yeah. And we did. That makes um, sense. No, I'm, I'm on a plane to Denver. we got a show the next night in uh, in Denver after Valentine's Day. But, but that's Valentine's good, Day, actually, because then you can talk about what people did, maybe. You can, but we've been building up to this. And, and as I said uh, on our, our podcast uh, recently, that uh, it's too late. To get a new relationship right now, yeah, you need to be like uh, tax day. We thought was a good goal. The, the point of January, February, March is that you should experiment and try new things and go out with new people because you're not giving up Fourth of July weekend. You're not giving up a real significant social time sure. if you go out with somebody on February. F- 18th. Yeah. yeah. It's a random day in the cold in the winter. It's just something to do. And so you have 90 days where you're sort of on the clock as a single person mm-hmm. to work this out. So by April, by tax day, that's Shit. our day, like April 15th, you should have a good idea of something that you're New Year pursuing. starts and you have till April. Man, yeah, this is I the time to experiment it. with different people, which I noticed you did the other night. I did. Wait, but real fast. I, okay. we, I feel like we're not clear yet on your opinion of Valentine's yeah, like, Day. Okay, so okay, I this think, year, yes, it's a random day, but like, sure. what do you think, I think about if you it? Do, what does Brian I, Howie Brian have Howie, about? Uh, <laughs> thinks that if you do the other 364 days correctly, Valentine's Day is just another day. That being said, if it's important to her... It's important to you because oh. she doesn't need to explain to her friends your jackass theory like, oh, he, no, he does every day well. That's why I didn't get anything on Valentine's Day. Like, I think you have to acknowledge it, and I think it's a conversation you have to have how, oh, how important yeah. it is. Uh, it's not unheard of for two people to go on a first date on Valentine's Day, and it's something to sort of laugh about. Like, this yeah. is crazy. But our, again, it's on a Tuesday again, but when it falls on a Friday, you shouldn't be afraid and just back off from it. No, it's not, I agree. It's not that big a deal. It's uh, So Valentine's Day is not... Uh, just a celebration of the love you have. It's a celebration of love and the love you want. Sure. So it's that's sort of what it is, and that's what I do, you know, all year round now. Mm-hmm. Is we sort of um, question where it is, how we can have it, how we can deepen it, and and so Valentine's Day to me, it's not any more significant in my world than than any other day. But I recognize that it is to some people. You know, I tell everybody to treat every day like it's Halloween. <laughs> you know, because you have that sort of costume confidence. If you dress a little differently, it changes your mindset. Dress like I hate a slut. Halloween. Dress well, like a slut. Yeah, if, if it, you know, Halloween it, it liberates you to be anything you want to be. And if you took that, at least the mindset in and be yeah. more fun and playful with your day to day life, I think Valentine's yeah. Day is the same thing. You You should find ways to incorporate pieces of Valentine's Day into it. I mean, some guys. You know, married guys, whatever. It's it's her birthday, Valentine's Day, and your anniversary, and that's you might even forget the anniversary, oh. and that's it. I think, you should yeah. treat every day a little bit like Valentine's Day. I agree. Take the the beautiful part of holidays and make it feel like you know fun yeah. every day. And I, the never top, take the Christmas lights down. You know, no, I no. I still have my Christmas tree in a pot up in the corner of my apartment. <laughs> I won't let go. You know, that's fine. Don't. And I still plug it in and let it light up. It's winter then, somewhere. I don't care. Yeah, but but like, having a conversation about Valentine's Day, for example, is I we my boyfriend and I actually had a conversation about it. And he was like, so tell me how you feel about Valentine's Day. Smart and man. And I said that he's a very good communicator. I said I am the same. I I uh, just like what you said. I agree that 
every day you should, you know, be able to tell someone how you feel and do all that. But yeah, I mean, do I want to ignore Valentine's Day? No. Do I want to? Yeah, it's a day that you focus on it. I would like to feel special, but I don't need to. He's like, so do you want to go out to dinner or? And I'm like, you don't need to do that. That's ridiculous. They jack up the prices. He's like, oh, good. Thank God, because I really don't feel like getting raped in the ass with a sandpaper <laughs> condom by going to a restaurant. And, like, he had a very strong opinion about yeah, going to a restaurant. I don't think that's about. a popular Valentine's card. Not a popular no. He was making but he a has joke. A, he has a daughter. Yeah. So it's a good example to sort of totally. say that it's important and all so that So he of stuff. wanted to make sure that I wasn't like, I want to be wined and dined. I'm like, yeah, we can just do that at home. So we're going to, like, yeah. cook and have, a like, a night at home. Because I don't need to do that. But, yes, I would like to, like, make a day of it. Yeah. I think it's important uh-huh. to celebrate what it means to you in sure. the way that it means to you, but it doesn't have to be that cookie cutter. You go out for the five course, $150 dinner. Stupid. It's not New Year's. It's stupid. Like, it's, and New Year's even. It's but, stupid. But every holiday. Easter means yeah. different things right. to people. Christmas means different things to people. It's what it means to you. If that day is significant and Valentine's Day is significant, you know, it's Cinco de Mayo. It's St. Patrick's Day. It's if you want to celebrate it, go ahead. It's I not, agree. It's not okay. that big. A That's deal. a good stance. Okay, we, we like this. So just communicate about what right. your days are, people. Yeah, it's I'll tell like, you what I'm doing. It, it, I'm, I treat it like this. I'm sort of like a Mexican on Cinco de Mayo. It's. I get that people celebrate something that really doesn't have a whole lot to yeah. do with me. Yeah. Um, True. God, God bless. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm celebrating Cinco de Mayo because it's, it's an excuse to drink. Cinco hello. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Hello. Um, every day. What are you doing on Valentine's uh, so Day? So I am going with my animal to an event at the Healthy Spot, which is a dog. Oh yeah. Organization or whatever, and they're doing like some kind of like yappy hour for singles yappy Yappy. love hour oh that's great it's really cute and so another friend of ours is bringing his dog Mm -hmm. and it's like singles and their dogs and champagne and all kinds of stuff and it's actually at Shake Shack of all places (gasps) in West Hollywood so um, won't that drive the dogs crazy the smell of the meat I don't know but this is their event and they're in charge and if my dog goes bananas that's their problem I can't deal I'm gonna be drunk and I don't want to deal but because it's a Tuesday it's gonna limit a lot of the people are gonna get out of there it's not Saturday yeah, and like this true. is Valentine's Day. I got to find somebody. Well, and then it also like kind of takes the pressure off because like the events about the dogs and yes, there will yeah. be single people. And it's there. a nice way to meet people to talk about the dog. Right. And, and also, right? I can get all the help I like. I need all the help I can get. So like, if I make some friends, I'll even take it. Like to train my dog, somebody. Yeah, but don't you think that's a good way? Like with dog animals, it's like it's an icebreaker. Yeah, absolutely. Anything that gets people together socially is a right. good thing. We talk about that. The number one thing about the great love debate is it gets people to congregate. It yes. puts men and women in the same room. Yeah. So if you put men and women and animals in the same room, all the better. I mean, I, I, agree. Th- I think that's a good idea. They should do that monthly. They do. Okay. <laughs> I, it, there was one last night, but I didn't go. I didn't uh, have the energy. Um, um, speaking <laughs> of the great love debate that we were just at when you were at the improv, what did you think of the guy that Jen brought? I think he was great. Not for Jen. Why? Why? I can just tell. Remember I met your man? Yeah. I'm like, done. That's it. You guys are done. Yeah, wait, hold on. I want, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get do, to that in a yeah, second. I, but. I could just tell. He, uh, he seemed like a nice guy. He seemed a little young for you. Okay. Hmm. And, not uh, going to disagree with that. He's yeah, not he's younger se- than No, her. but he seemed younger. Yes, you totally. You were a mature woman yep, now. I agree. Um, and it seemed like they were, you know, two people who will get along fine and they'll remember that they had a few good dates in the, in the review mirror, but you're not marrying that guy. But who am I marrying then? Well, here's a, here's my analysis of you, young lady. Yeah. 
I told you this Brian's once, and I think theory. you. Get, I, well, no, this is not a theory. This is fact. <laughs> well, he told fifty-two thousand people about me. That's well, what I I told you this once. I stand by it, and I think it's part of the problem. What? Every guy will go out with you once. Okay, not sure if I go with you twice, but every guy will go out with you at least once. Yeah, I think you know that. Yeah, I think you you know that. Like, if this isn't right, I'll just. You have another date waiting and waiting and waiting, and I think that makes you reluctant to fight through uh, the ick, what I call the ick. Like, you're not quite putting all your chips in the table because you don't really have to. But what's the ick? Like, and it how could be long first date. It? it could be like, Any I don't like the way he chews. Any or, uncomfortableness. You know, what if I think he's gay? Not that guy, but a different guy. Uh... You might imagine that he could be gay. Okay, see, I'm not disagreeing with Brian on that because I also know you on a personal level. Like, there are some things that you have to get used... Well, you know this. I'm just saying this is my belief. I think I have to get used to some things about men when I'm dating them. And at first, it might feel a little icky. I'm not saying I talk myself into shit. Uh I'm just saying at first, I'm like... I don't know if I'm... I mean, normally, I, in the past, have dated, like, big, tall black men. Um, you've seen my boyfriend. I'm not saying at all he ever gave me the ick about his Your personal Your boyfriend's not appearance. a big, tall black He's man. He's not. No. That's oh. what I'm saying. Like, sometimes ick or just difference, whatever, like, you have to say to yourself, like, okay, let me just give myself a second to, like, acclimate to the situation or get used to some things. If I don't end up getting used to it and it ends up making me feel really icky like in the long run then no but I think just the process is kind of uncomfortable and and can feel icky so you might attach that ick to a thing like I don't like that scar on his face or he makes a weird hand gesture his shoes are ugly or whatever because we all do there's always going to be that it might come 90 days in for the rest of us Sure, you find it in the first three dates well, I have dated 52,000 people, so I actually have stats because I've done the research, and now I know, uh-oh, uh-oh, I know how to spot things way better than I did in the past. That's probably true, but I'm also in my 30s now, and this girl has been to the rodeo, so... May- do you know how to spot yes, things? I or do. are you spotting perfectly normal things and like, I don't want to deal with there, you're that? You're both right. No. You're both. Wait, hold on. No. Don't say no. You're both right. You can't just be like, no. You have to be able to openly admit, like, yeah, maybe I am doing that. Maybe it's a little bit of both. I think he's right. I think you're be, right. But- well, but are you both on my dates? No. And have you met everyone I've gone out with? Also, I no. I know, but statistically, so. it's almost impossible for you to just go out with, you know, clunker after clunker or something. But so sometimes part- I go, I give them a couple dates. Sometimes yeah. it's five dates. Sometimes it's three dates. Sometimes it's two dates. Maybe it's one date, and I just know. Like, do they ever want to keep going out with you? And, they do. And, and yeah. No, that you, uh, that you want to keep going out with them, and then and they don't? No. Yeah, that doesn't That's happen. That's a problem. But maybe I give good dates. You probably do. I've yeah, because it's basically I've known an you, interview. I've known, you, yeah. I've known you a long time. Yeah. You've never looked better. Thanks. You've never looked happier. Thanks. Your energy has improved tremendously over the last two years. You're more hopeful than you've ever been. I think it's going to go down in 2017. I yeah. really do. Thanks. I think that you've got to just well, so say yeah, no so matter what, whatever the date is where you reach that fork in the road, no matter what, you got to go out with them one more time. Okay, and so well, how many one that. more time? I, think I did, you did that, that with, with this, this last past, guy. Yes, yeah, and so he was too young. Okay, fine, but he's so great in so many areas, and like really, really great. There was something that was keeping me from 
falling in any way or feeling. And yeah. I like, but I could recognize I should go out with this person again. I like him. He's mm-hmm. a good human. Mm-hmm. He's doing everything right on paper. He plans great dates. He's really generous. He was great to my dog. He can cook. He has yeah, a great the, job. The chemistry's not there. Yeah. Well, and so at some point, how many times do you give him one more time? You did that. What he, I think you, I think from the outsider's perspective, you did what Brian just said. Like you, you got to the point where you recognized that, and then you did the one more time. Okay, yeah, but that's a good exercise. But that's to, fine. Like by June, that's going to work out for you. I mean, it's early in the year. You tried it with this guy, so you're well, getting also a little done bit it before too beyond yeah. your comfort zone. It just there was no click there, even though right. on paper fine. Keep going. You'll but be, I think you'll be that fine. I think it's true to think about too. Like, if if something feels uncomfortable, at least just know. Like, am I attaching an uncomfortable thing to something that I'm not used to physically or emotionally about this person, or not? And then let that sit, and then get to the point where you go, okay, am I going to do the one more day? Is this thing the ick thing, or is it a real thing? And then do like because you know you never know. Yeah, it you takes never getting, know. You get you have to get used to people. Yeah, it's true. Um, and I like you don't love the apps. I yeah. think they just it's weird. It's like might as well speed date. I'd rather speed date because then have I you meet ever people done it? No, <gasps> but speed dating is fantastic. Well, it's, is it, that why you wrote your book about finding love in sixty seconds? Well, yeah. it's almost taking the the speed dating mindset to. Life speed dating. Most speed dating events are too long, meaning that they the time you have to sit across from somebody they do five, six, seven minutes. It should be sixty seconds. Why do you think that? Because in sixty seconds you can make choices where there's an opportunity there that you can recognize, act on, or not kill. And sixty second windows of time are more applicable to real life. You're not going to spend mm-hmm. time talking to somebody for seven minutes in a in a Starbucks line. Good call. But you might do for 60 seconds. So speed dating is a good exercise to get your your rhythm down in your routine and, and learn how to ask questions and learn how to listen like on the quickly fly. in the fly, yep. on the fly in a moment. It's an elevator speech. And that's what it is. And that's why speed dating is a good exercise. A lot of guys, guy, the guys you want are not going to speed No, they're dating. not going. I've done it. But <laughs> I would like to point out that that is contradictory to my whole giving people a one date. Well, I, I have given them two to three hours of my time. I feel like in that, I if that's way more than 60 seconds. I, I can figure out. But you're, that's the preliminary thing you're talking about. The 60 yeah, seconds I, I, I'm is talking like about 60 seconds to is figure about out if you these want These are the these windows of opportunity where it's a fork in the road. And it can make love happen. But the spark can happen in 60 seconds, five or six times a day, all over every city you're in. They're there. So it may not be in the apps. It may not be whatever. I think you probably walk around Los Angeles with your blinders on and in your phone, and you're going to the next place you're going, you know? And you're not noticing the people around you or giving them a chance to talk to you. Well, I also live in West Hollywood. And I, I don't think that do. people there are interested in me. <laughs> No, they're not. It's I, boys town, and I walk my dog town. in hopes that like someone will love me. Well, and it's did you go to not a, did case. you go to a Super Bowl party? I did. Where did you watch in Santa Monica that it was like? Oh my God, Sunny McLean's. It's a Patriots oh, bar. Yeah, yeah, it's Patriots bar. Oh it my was, God! Of course, there was a line there. Uh, I know. We knew there was going to be a line. That's why we got there at eight. Who's a Patriots fan? My boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Sonny McLean is all Patriots. It's, it's but insane. things like that, because you have to spend a lot of time in an environment and very little in the game. There's there's people all over. Yeah. So well, I would have gone to that with her. However, I have a dog. So yeah, she I have. had to be sort of you did. nearby. Responsible. But yeah. it's more about 
your dating opportunities are not just okay. I'm going to go home and check my Tinder, and you're on like a million all for your them. job. You you check them all. Where did you meet this latest guy? The guy you <laughs> met the other night. Uh, Bumble. Bumble, yeah. Bumble. Okay. Um, but there's more opportunities in Los Angeles. Just go to the Beverly Center and roam around for a little while. <laughs> there's nice stores in there. There, there are. are nice stores in there. there. Are. They're under, it's under renovation, but there are nice stores. That freaks me out. I don't like buildings under renovation. I know. it looks <laughs> But the stores are nice there, yeah. so just sort of loiter outside of Prada and see who's coming Oh, there. my God. This is. <laughs> I'm going to make a new <laughs> dating app called Loiter. Loiter. Oh, and it's oh that's a good name. And it shows, you the, it shows you the hot spots. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Yeah, loiter. And well, it, you know what? it shows you the place where men that you want okay. hang out. This is actually pretty brilliant. That so actually, have you seen... Well, no E, it's just L-O-I-T-R. Perfect, because okay. who needs that extra E? <laughs> yeah, no, that's not trendy. Dumb. Hello. Uh, but it's like Grinder. They got rid of the E. Um, oh, so yeah. Pokemon Go is very much like that. Like the principle yeah. is people drop lures and then all of a sudden you see actual humans coming out of like the woodworks to try and catch these Pokemons in one physical location. So it brings people out into the public. But they have to focus on their device. Yes, but loiter could bring people to one particular location to because hang. like it's the hot spot and it, like on your phone it alerts you this place is like popping. Right. Are you better off people to, ha- to hang outside and, yeah. the Dolce Gabbana store? Or you're better off hanging out outside of CVS. Oh my god. You know, loiter will answer these questions. Yeah. Says, dude, we need Also yeah. it'll tell you like what kind of guy you're looking for, what kind of girl. Like if I'm looking for Persian dudes, I'd go to Dolce and Gabbana. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> if I want like dudes that need toothpaste, I go to CVS. Right. If you want Yeah, there's things. I can't if you even want Gay you guys, you go to Bed Bath & Beyond. If you want a sugar daddy, hang out in front of Harry Winston on Rodeo Drive. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, Done. see? Loiter, folks. Loiter. Oh, my God. The app's ready to go. Oh, my God. This is amazing. If we have all... Uh, this... I, I, I think there, <laughs> we just hit something. I think we did. I think we just hit a fucking gold mine. See, we Hello, t- developers. We took, we took our... Uh, yeah, we took our relationship to a... See how we uh, all did that? Now. A development level. Yeah, this is real, real serious. Okay, yeah. so speaking of serious and our seriousness here. What is your relationship status, Mr. Yeah. Harry? There's somebody I like a lot and she knows. <gasps> really? Yeah, she knows. Is this different than the person that you were seeing or dating before? Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember how long. Probably like not. A, no. Really? Yeah. It's been going We've on that long? We've talked about this. And same it's person. still the same, like, I like her and she knows it? How long have you been I liking like her, each other? She knows it. She's a very private person. So okay, I, you don't I, have I don't to keep, like... I don't keep her in, in the limelight, but she's very aware but like, what would you describe your status with her? Like, you're still just dating like, around. Are, are you? No. Is this an admiration or? Is no, I, I, I'm in. You're okay. So you guys are like I'm exclusively in. together. Yeah, I'm in. What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? On Fly Friday. to Denver for a great love debate oh. show the next day. So oh. is she going with you? Because no, because I make every day Valentine's Day. Oh, like oh, what kinds cute. of things do you do? For Valentine's no, Day? No, to make like, every day yeah. Valentine's Day. Give the guys some tips. Well, I think a lot of guys spend a lot of time trying to make a. Uh, woman girl whatever laugh and i think if you make her smile Mm -hmm. that opens up a lot more opportunities and it's a lot harder to do a laugh she could you could sort of say things and she could shock and instinctive but if you can make her smile at some point in the day by something you did or said or anything it's going to make the day a lot. So you just smiled. Because I'm thinking uh, uh, about the things that my boyfriend a does lot that make better. me smile. And yeah. a lot of times you guys might wake up in a bad mood or whatever the reason is. is and trying to get you to, to, to laugh. <laughs> or sometimes you never wake out of a bad mood. <laughs> no, why would I? It's a new day. My eyes are open. Great. And sometimes you laugh um, 
but that doesn't change things. But if we can trigger something inside you that makes you smile, that changes everything. And so that's the sort of thing. Uh, I think we talked about it on, on maybe you guys were the guests on my podcast. You got to pay attention to the things. I was going to say that you have to really know the person in order to do that. Well, you have to pay attention. attention is key. What kind of flowers does she? You don't don't ask her what kind of flowers you like and then give them the next day. But file it away. Yeah. Bank mm-hmm. information on on her. What is her favorite? Th- what this that whatever. But it's about finding ways like. We're just going to spend some time together. Yeah, or even just like, it doesn't even have to be, those are all nice things. It doesn't have to be like getting something, but it's the thought behind it. Or like even, for example, today, I got a phone call from my boyfriend and I was like, hey, what's up? He's like, nothing. I just wanted to say have a good day and like break a leg on your show and have fun. And I was like, is that why you're calling? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, is there anything else? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, and it made me smile. And that's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's about it was simple. shaking up the her her world, her day, an hour in a moment. I hope that meeting went well. Totally. Uh, I think I'm already thinking things, about Friday night. Remembering she's good things. at remembering things, so well, that would be good told for her. I was a terrible person because I couldn't remember anything about a guy I was dating. For, I went on like nine dates with him and like three dates and he's like you don't remember anything what? so I started this was years ago oh this is what set me off into my new path was so I was like oh look I have a device that has notes in it it's a small computer so I was like cool I know how to work you so I would write down every date we went on and like a memorable thing from that date and so I would never forget again because I had the information so she then got in trouble got in trouble and fucking get me in trouble one time and I'll fix my ways. You have a lot on your mind. You can't be remembering this. No, it's just in and out. Bye. And also, you have to like, it could be indicative of also not really wanting to remember because you don't really fucking care. If it was somebody that you were really like interested in, it would be easier to remember. And But also, like, yeah, like you're saying, like, there's a lot going on. And Mm -hmm. so I don't want to like rely on my memory. So I'm like, I got to rely on my device. And she makes notes. I do. And I do that with friends and family throughout the year so that like by the time it's their birthday or Christmas or disposable income I buy them the thing that they were talking about digitally filed it away yes yeah make a point because I care see it's more important that he cares right it's more important that he notices if she doesn't remember something I don't care that much you think okay so you think that's more like you're gonna you're gonna play you're gonna say that like you think it's more important for the guy to it's more important because it means more. So what? It's true. And he doesn't listen to me. He doesn't understand sure. me. We, right. we, we know you don't listen and we know you don't understand. We don't get all riled up about that. Okay, You great. guys do. Okay, right. totally fair. So then what's the opposite? What's the girl responsible? You you think you're responsible for making us smile, which I a thousand percent agree. What are we responsible for? For making us know that you, uh, I always say this, appreciate us. Need. Admire us. Oh, admire. And need. Admire is the one I always forget. Whoopsie. Admired. I thought it was that we don't think you're gross. We assume even if you're in love with us and marry us for 20 years, you think we're gross. Really? Uh, Yeah, I think you think. How do we cure that? I think you think we're gross. I think. There are some. We don't mind. We don't mind if you touch us as a favor, but we still deep down think we're gross. (laughs) And I'm. That's fine. That's part of the deal. (laughs) We are gross. But anyway, um, the the need, the need, the need. I need you in my world. I said this is the great love debate the other night. The men used to be for a long, long time shooting at a 10 foot basket. Okay? But because. The fact that you need us less in 2017, allowing us into your world is a much tougher bullseye to hit. So you've raised it to a 12-foot basket. It's a little bit harder. Uh-oh. Des- it's that tough for us sad. to shoot. 
it's sad, but if you are aware of of the change that you've made, you can buy your own stuff and and take care of your stuff. Girl boss. So right. So for for you to let a guy in your world and sort of be a big part of that, it has to be a more specific match for you guys. Yeah. And yeah. so the fact that uh, on a regular basis, I appreciate you. I need you. I'll let you lead. These are really, really, really important things that I think the women I think that's so, I totally agree with that. And I think that's so great to point out. And that is not a theory. That is not a Brian Howie theory. That is a fact. I love when when she's like, she shops, a girl shops for me or looks for clothes for me that they think I would look good in. It doesn't have to buy them. But she'd be like, I saw some because then she, to him it means she thinks I could look good if I did this or wore this. Or <laughs> I do that. I, it's not I an insult. That, it's that not would like, look good on you. It's not like, yeah. oh my god, you're gonna wear that Tom Brady jersey out to lunch. Like, <laughs> it's not that. Yeah, it's. I just spent forty five minutes at Nordstrom, look in the guys section, thinking about how I would. Th- this Put would this look good. This it's would not look how good I would on you. you. This? No, no, I don't think so. We want to to improve my boyfriend likes that when i do that and i, I do do that also just because i like to shop but i do i'm like i just the it's, other day randomly out of nowhere i go i think a pair of pants that color would look really good on yeah. you and he was like why that co-? i'm like just yeah he's like okay to cool. us it means you're painting a visual picture of us being desirable i paint visual <laughs> pictures of him all the time <laughs> right i know <laughs> brother um so these are the kind of things that women usually don't make any comment about our appearance Except until it's negative, and they're like, "Aren't you gonna like fix your hair before we go out? Yeah, like, are you gonna wear that? Oh, uh, it's so mean. So, I know, but you do it. So if they're before, nice to do that, I don't think you do that either. But if there's no. times when you're like, yeah. I'm gonna devote some of my time to just thinking about the way I like you, the way you smile, the way that mm. I, that I well, want. I think, I think being that, thoughtful that's in good. general yeah. about each other in any capacity. Taking time to reflect and thinking about why I like you. Yeah. And then and then also, it, it feels good to hear someone say it to you. So think about how good it's going to feel to say for them to hear. You want to make them feel good, too. Yeah, Obviously, you, don't mean, lie. Both sides. Yes. Whether it's the first date or it's your 20th anniversary, let them know that you're. I'm thinking about you in a way that makes me happy. That's cute. I think everyone wants to feel special. So yeah, if you find a way to, to make special. somebody else feel special, yeah. then that's going to really resonate. And that's something you can do every single day. You don't have to wait for Valentine's Day don't, to, right. to, you don't buy have the, to, wait. to buy the chocolate. You don't you have know? to, or to buy the conversation hearts. Or to buy the conversation Speaking hearts. Speaking of conversation hearts, we want to play a quick game with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so obviously we love Valentine's Day treats. Jen especially likes the chocolate. Mm-hmm. I like the conversation hearts. And we know that conversation, good conversation, is key to a good relationship. And, you know, but we also, like we talked about, you got to know your audience, okay? So you want to have good conversation, but you need to know, like, what you're saying. And there's different types of girls in this world. And, you know, you're the great love debate master. So we we think that Neko could update some of their conversation heart phrases. Mm-hmm. Okay? Based on some of the personality types and characteristics of women out there. Right. So we want you to tell us what a conversation heart should say for the following. We're going to give for you... For like a type of girl, then what should that conversation heart say? And then, yeah, you, you just say. make it up. Okay. All right. A girl in her 20s. What should the... Com- if I'm sending it to her? Or if you're just giving her a conversation heart, like what would you think yeah. it should say? It'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I knew this was going to be good. I okay, might write but, these down. Oh my God. Okay. How about for a divorcee? Welcome back. Oh my God, yes! What about a girl who has two or more cats? 
Uh, two or more cats. See, I don't, I don't judge that. Um, oh, I love that. So two or more cats. No judgment. Oh, mm. great. That's perfect. <laughs> okay, what about a picky girl? Picky girl? Pick me. Oh, oh, cute. Damn. Ryan, you're good. What about a girl who's been single for at least three years? The day's not over yet. <gasps> okay, what about a girl who just wants a booty call? Thank you. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Okay, Chad. What about a girl who preaches to be a girl boss? You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> These are so good. I knew you were going to be good at this. Okay. Um, a girl that won't offer to pay for anything. Uh, a girl who won't offer to pay for anything? Mm-hmm. Uh Ooh, he's really stupid. I gotta think about this one. one. Okay. I don't see. I don't mind that. Okay. Um, a girl who doesn't offer to pay for anything. Uh, check, please. Oh my God, you! <laughs> Damn. Okay, a girl that like has like hair extensions and wears a lot of makeup and fake tans and's got the nails and the things. We appreciate the effort. Okay. Oh, <gasps> Do that's you? Nice. Yes. Okay. All if right. you're doing stuff to try to make look better for us, thank you. Okay. Yeah, but what if she doesn't wake up like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I don't wake up like this. Okay, you don't. You're a dude. Yeah, actually, I do. Yeah, yeah, he does. All right. What I about a girl that plays games? You serve. All right. Cute. Okay, we're gonna do a couple more. This one I think is gonna be a favorite of yours. A girl that likes guys that are five ten and over. Um, I'm gonna give you my famous line. Yeah. Doggy style, they're all Brad Pitt. Yes! <laughs> okay, Jen, pick pick your last one. They're all 6'2". Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, what about uh, a girl that's an aspiring actress? Um, keep at it. Okay. Oh, you're so encouraging. Man. Yeah. Brian, you're good. Um, I hope Neko was listening to that because mm-hmm. those are all really, really good ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if not, Keep we'll just it. make social media memes with them. So and thank you. That's why you, you wrote know. them down. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're amazing. I mean, that's why you're in your, you know, not to get on the acting thing, but you guys are like in your third. A lot of people, a lot of women in their 20s, you know, they get to 29. They've been here four years. It's a very frustrating town. And either they move home or they go to Orange County and become realtors. Oh, I would die. You know? When you get in your 30s, the pool shrinks a lot. Mm-hmm. And the sure opportunities does. are yeah. still... Right, but the, know. No, the pool of, of other actresses shrinks. Okay. The parts and the opportunities are still there. And yeah. you know enough and you're confident enough. It takes a long time to... Who you are and learn how to audition or whatever. That's another thing. So if you're going to be an actor, right when you are spo- think, I'm going to quit, give it another year. Yeah. Give Just like that, right when you get to that fork on the dating road, take one more date. One more date. One more, and then you call it quits. One more time. <laughs> and then you call it quits. Get rid of that. And then you He's say, not the guy, but 2017, it's happening for you. I can tell the oh difference. God. You're mentally in the right spot. Okay, r- I love it. Really quick, before we let you go... You also have to say, we asked what you thought of the guy that she just introduced to you. Mm-hmm. What did you think of you met my guy? Yeah. It was like a rite of I passage. was so, uh, I wanted to not like him. <laughs> I wanted to, because I feel like this happened outside of my sphere of influence. Okay. I, I feel like I had nothing to do with you finding this guy. That's not true. I'm going to give Jen away when it happens. I'm going to be Aww. so involved. Um, 
he was awesome. He shook hands. He looked me in the eye. He couldn't have been more polite. He couldn't have been more. His energy around you was very sweet and endearing and everything. And I'm like, that's it. She's done. She's not coming back. <laughs> She's gone over to the other side. I've crossed over. Yeah, everyone. he was. He Yay! was great. It was after like a stressful morning for yeah. you guys, where you drove back or whatever, and you were a little stressed. And he was very calming. And I thought that was just great. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's uh, approved. Yes, stamp of approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, great. Well, that, and that wasn't even just a theory. That was facts. It was facts. Because, like, the consensus is the same, so. Yeah. 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 It or, was good. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, so where can people find you next? Where yeah. You're going to Denver? Uh, great Love Debate Tour. We're adding cities there. I, every year I'm like, we're going to do less shows. We're doing more shows. Yeah, but we're going to start. Stre- we started streaming our podcast the other day. We don't look as good as, as you do, but... Uh, Oh, live started, streaming, but we're going to start... Like video? Yeah. Oh, great. Like Not live, the one we were on? Not with the next one. Sorry. <laughs> Screw the, you. Uh, Whatever. The live... Uh, we're going to figure out a way to live stream our shows because there's just too many cities we can't go to. That being said... Great. Uh, we, our next show is uh, the day after Valentine's Day in Denver, and then the next day in Seattle, and then two days later in New York, and then Jeez. Atlanta, and uh, San Jose, San Diego, Portland, March 2nd. The big one, the 250th Great Love Debate is April 13th here at the Hollywood Improv. Great. You have to lose your virginity and be on the stage for this review. Yeah. Okay. Because you're actually like have, you you know, you're the, Jen's done it and she's good. All right. But it's your time. Okay. I was funny. April 13th. She was Got very it. funny and very okay. good. A little yeah. drunk. but she was Oh, funny. that's fine. I will be shit-faced. Okay, April 13th at the Hollywood Improv. The Marketing 250th Great Love Debate. And people, of course, should uh, listen to the Great Love Debate podcast. Okay, and where can they find all these things so they can follow the dates? Just go to greatlovedebate.com. And all, all the there. dates are on there. All There's there. a link to the podcast on there. Everything's all on the there. Social media. All the social media is Great yeah, Love you Debate. you can follow Brian and you can find Brian Howie. The everywhere. Brian Howie. The Brian Howie on Instagram. Yeah. The rest is just Brian Howie. And uh, I'll be your Facebook friend if you send me a request. I'm not discriminating. He doesn't. Great. I don't. Fine. Equal opportunist. Yes. Um, well, thank you yes, so much for joining you. us today. It's you been guys, a pleasure. Don't forget to tune in next week for our guest, Talia Goldstein. Who created the matchmaking service, the three-day rule. Mm-hmm. She's done the great love debate many times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, sh- we intermingle guests, guests and things. We and steal them. We do. And we are going to some Grammy gifting suites uh, at the end of this week. So we were going to bring in some of our favorite products. And we might even play like a social media drinking game or something. Well, so basically, guys, the Grammys are this Sunday. So what we think you should do is every time someone mentions Trump or political stuff in their acceptance speech, you take a drink. Or every time someone thinks, baby Jesus, take a drink. Every time someone forgets their spouse or significant other, you should drink a lot because that, that's, mean, that's just, just rude. rude. Not even being very thoughtful. Mm-mm. They need to take some advice and facts from Brian Howie. Mm-hmm. See how I did that? Make them feel special make while them you're giving special. your speech. Celebrate the month of love and make them feel special. And every time somebody runs over their time for giving the speech, like we have run over time for this show. Whoopsie. Drink all the drinks. All of the drinks. All of them, because that's a wrap. That's a wrap, kids. On our bottle of vodka. That's right. On our interview with Brian Howie. Thank yes. you again for joining us. Yes, we deliver this content for free to you guys every week, and we thank you for coming back to our show, even though you have a number of shows that you can listen to, especially like Brian's and all of the other all ones. All the shows. So thank you for coming back. Tell a friend. And leave a review. We'll talk about you on air if you do. Yeah. Rating, review, five stars. Obviously, five stars don't give us less than that or just don't talk to us. Be thoughtful. Be thoughtful. Um, give us a Valentine's Day gift of five stars. Um, where can everyone find you, Lauren you Lee and Ellie? You can find me at Lauren Lee and Ellie on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and my website. 
And you can find me at Jennifer Golden at on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, my website, and our website, twodrunkgirlsproductions.com. And we will see you guys next week. Have a very happy Valentine's Day, guys. And we'll see you next week. Love, Love you long time. time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 